Starting with episode 1011, the, the Twitch era of the Just Joshing podcast is officially over. We are now in the midst of a transformation to a travel show, the Twitch travel era. 1011 is my first travel show. Barb Sim is my guest, so it's going to be a variety of these things. Now, if you want to see all the travel episodes well before they ever come out as officially part of canon on the show, check out patreon.com slash justjoshingdogcast. Five bucks gets you access to all the interviews up there so far. There's a bunch of them up there that are going to be coming real soon. More are going up there right now, including SDCC. So if you are interested in supporting the podcast, the best way to do it, if you got a couple bucks, go to patreon.com slash justjoshingpodcast. There we go. Beautiful. All right. So everybody, I might just keep that little part in. I just literally turned on the extra recorder here because I'm, so I'm, I'm almost prepared. Almost prepared. Hey, look, we okay. did show up early, so yep. yes. we've thrown everything off. We've, it's so much. We've thrown everything, the whole schedule. <laughs> so right, we're early, so we've we got to talk for a little longer. So it's just a wonderful There we go. Right? Beautiful. Yeah. So it, it, it has been... This is the last one where it's collided, I think, since I saw you guys. Yeah. In person, last in person one word. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so summer of 2019. That's right. Yes. Because our, our recording was in summer, so it was after When Words Collide. Yeah. Yeah. No, our recording was before When Words Collide. And then I saw you guys at When Words Collide, and I, because I remember I went around to everybody to say a thank you. Oh, and I was just, yes. And I was doing it because the first time I disappeared. And this time... <laughs> And this time I'm back, but it, this, this, I always knew that this was going to be a short time for me. Right. Right. Um, and so this time around, it's like, well, while I can, let's see where I get to see as many people. I do want to get your brother at some point, too. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got way more time. I was going to say, this, yes, it'll be way easier scheduled. No, it's okay. <laughs> what's he doing? Uh, real quick, what's he doing? Um, so he is also doing my freelance life. Mm-hmm. He is doing... Um, he writes blog posts, mostly about eye health, it seems like. Yeah, it's not wrong with that. Um, and he's working on some ghostwriting books and some of his own books, and a super special, exciting project that we're working yes. on. Yes! Smiley face there. <laughs> so are you guys going to steal my donut now? No. <laughs> it's not time. It's not time. It's not time. It's not time. Can't plan that. It'll just happen when it happens. Exactly. You'll feel it. Yeah, the exactly. The moment upon you. Yep. So, okay, so we don't necessarily want to repeat everything that happened in 2020, but how did the apocalypse affect you? It was fine. Yeah, like, in all honesty, I didn't super affect yeah, me. Yeah, somehow no. we both kept yeah. working. And, yep. like, working our full-time yeah. jobs. Yep. We were both salaried, I think, through all yes, of Yes, yeah, I think that's the only change that happened for me you is, like, got salaried. Yeah, Claire got more work. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I became a freelancer in 2020. That's when I started. Oh, like be, before the apocalypse? No, or right after. No, no, because of no. It was so I so I could have stayed in Vancouver. Like I have a job at Curator, mm. but let, I'm going to be very honest with you. I went to Vancouver to escape Curator. Oh. Right, 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 right. Because the whole like the whole idea was I was going to like my plan was I was going to save up for about six six months, which will actually ironically that would have been April 2020. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Let me tell you how close it was. I had started taking film courses to get into the movie sets and stuff like that. Yeah. I've already started doing that on my own time. 
sometimes abuse, because again, I'm going out the door in my head anyway. I don't care anymore. <laughs> right? I don't care anymore. So I'm sure, so any any opportunity yeah. I had to better myself and prepare right. myself for what was next, I was getting ready to quit in my, in my head, right? Yep. I was debating whether it was going to be the week of April 12th or the week of April 21st. Little did you know, March was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. March 13th. Yeah, it was going to come in with a vengeance. <laughs> Nobody knew. Well, see, that no, it was March 15th for me. Because uh, okay, here's why. Okay. March 15th is when Hollywood said, nope, we're done. Fair, so yeah. That's yeah. when they shut down. I'm like, ah, it's auto-powering off. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's do that again. All right, let's do it again here. Oh, there might be a reason for that, and it's a really simple reason. I'm glad that kind of happened. Oh, the thing wasn't open. That wasn't. That was part of it. Oh, okay. That was part of it. There's another thing I got to hit here. Is it ready? Uh, it, yes. Yes. Oh, there, yeah. there, oh, there, yeah. there, there we go. go. All right. It's us. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Now it should. Let's all make that face in this camera. Hi, uh, camera. <laughs> so this is take two. Because take one. Take one was. Terrible. Doesn't exist. No, it, it was fine. It was actually it's, fine. It's, 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 <laughs> it's audio only. I mean, that's audio is great. Audio is great. Backups, double recording everything. Do it always forever. Always double record. Yeah. Which is what I did. I was almost, almost smart. Almost. <laughs> no, keep keep that. It's great. No, 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 no. I'm gonna. But that's thing yes. I can't because the yeah. thing was I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> Well, so it well. super doesn't exist. Okay, so just like get it animations of us talking and overlay this audio. I think I that is I perfect. actually saw the drawing yes. there, Done. Done. Yes. And yeah. Claire, yes. this is why you didn't eat the donut. It's like you knew. I knew. Kismet. I, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's right here. Yeah, sure. that's why. Obviously. <laughs> See? I legit drop that. Ooh, nice. Yeah. See? I, I mean, legit. I want to look like that cookie monster. Uh, yeah, I yeah. want it. It's the cookie monster Alfonso right there. That's right. Perfect. This is what I really we want. want. Yeah. There's literally a video of me. If you look on my on my uh, uh, Facebook reels, of me trying to. So I had an actual professional illustrator on there. It's just oh. five minutes reels to draw Batman. Oh, I screwed up ten seconds in. I just legitimately. <laughs> Because I started at the ears, and yeah. I, you think that little thing? I would, I would start with a circle, and so then jaw maybe a line, and then two smaller lines, and then a straight line that goes right in the middle of this long skinny line, making a body? stick figure. Yes. Uh, a stick figure. A ah. stick figure, and then you put a cape on it, and that's Batman. You've done it, everybody. Claire <laughs> clearly teaches small children. Can you tell? Can you tell at all? So, so what, what do you teach? Oh, I teach all over. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is part of so my this, job. This sounds, like, this sounds like you would teach adults this too. I could, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, if I was paid to teach adults how to draw stick figures, I would teach adults how to draw stick figures. Yeah, it'd be charming and winsome and yeah. yeah. Um, but Claire does, so she is yeah. the program coordinator for all of the educational programming at Quest yes. here in Calgary. Mm -hmm. So if you have small children, you can go there to do theater or you can go to the pump house. Claire and I do have a rivalry. It's true. I have not worked at the pump house for a solid decade, <laughs> but we are really like it. Also, the pump house is a really solid program. We do. Like, they've got really solid programming. They're both just like really good, like process-based, yes. explorational, creation theater programs. Yes. Which is like what we are all about with adults. Yes, we do it with children. adults. 
Yeah. And then I also do it, yeah, with children all yeah. across the province. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she also teaches dance to oh, very, yes. very tiny children. To babies. Like three-year-olds. Yeah, like they're literal babies. You turn around and you turn back and you're like, oh, God, what happened? And they're like, I don't know. And, and, and so here's the thing. When they actually outperform, you do feel inadequate. They never outperform because they're three. 90% <laughs> of it is step-touching. Yeah. And that they can't do because step-touching is really hard. They literally hard. don't have the fine motor skills to do that yet. Okay, so you're yeah. safe. You're safe. Yeah. I, because again, I've been interviewing, I've interviewed 10 year olds who've written books. I've interviewed, I've interviewed like the illustrator I was talking about, the girl on Batman. Yeah. She's 18. Amazing. I love so, that. Yeah. So I feel, I, it makes yeah. you feel naturally a little inadequate. No, that's good. Better. You want the kids to no, do stuff. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, no, no, I, I, and I say this with all, I'm a big fan, like this team so doggo, I've, I've interviewed people, I interviewed a pop singer when she was 15. Amazing. So, so I've, yes. done, I've, done, I've done all this really cool stuff, and but there's a moment sometimes you're like, why didn't I have my shit together like this when I was 15? Yeah, because I was a teenage prodigy. <laughs> yeah. I started producing theater when I was 15 with my... 15? Yeah, 15. I was gonna say 14, no, 15 with my best friend. We read a play together in her basement in uh, Newmarket, Ontario, and it was heavily, heavily inspired by rent. And you could tell, because we were delving into themes that we had no business delving into. And we took that script and we walked from her house to downtown Newmarket, which was like a two hour walk. Yes, yes it is, I, yep. I know the area. And we walked into, there was at that time a theater on Main Street that was very creatively called Theater on Main. Yes, I and love they had that. a coffee shop in the front. Of course they did. And we were like, hey, we were to play, can we rent your theater? And they said yes. Of course they did. All of this is the best. No down payment. Um, and then we like held auditions at our high school. We somehow talked. This, so in Ontario, you had to do volunteer hours. It was like 200 volunteer hours during your entire four years there. And we somehow talked the school into accepting participation in our play as volunteer hours. That's the best. Yes, yes. yes. So we, like, signed off on the work there, and then yes. we did that show. Um, at one point, the theater did ask to read our script. And they were like, oh, this is offensive and it has a rape in it. And we were like, well, it doesn't have a rape. It's just a sex scene where one person doesn't really want it. Yeah, it's just like nebulous consent. We're edgy. We're teenagers. I was not a part of this, <laughs> no. but I know this vibe. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're like, I don't think we want to. And also, that's the thing. Let's declare if you were that, you Oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, this is 100% what we should do. I mean, we, I wrote a murder mystery, and by murder mystery, it was a slasher film written by preteens yeah. based on the movie Scream. Yes. Because, because obviously. Every slasher thing you did in the 90s was based on Scream. It had to be. It was that or I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Those and, were the and movies. Scream is better. Scream is better. Scream is better. Yeah, yeah, is better. Is better. Yeah. I can't really yeah. say Scream 2 is good. No. Apparently Scream 4 is really good. Yes, I haven't seen it. I haven't all seen 5 or 6 either. No. So. <laughs> but the internet says 4 is good. No, no, it's, it's, yeah. The thing is, the thing is I, 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 I stopped, I, I kind of gave up TV when I was freelance, by and large. Uh, that's fair. Not because, okay, so this is what I've watched. This is all I've watched Like that's new since I have. One is because I'm a fanboy of the books. That's the Wheel of Time. 
Okay. Yeah. The Boys. I love the comics yeah. too, but The Boys is actually a really good show. I've heard it's really good. I haven't watched it. Yeah, no, it, it's disturbing, but it, it's disturbing and filthy and awful in all the right ways. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Homelander is legitimately terrifying. He's actually, and it's actually, I will say this, the show is better than the film. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's a No, no, no. It's because the show, because the comics, some of the comic themes translate specifically to superhero comics. This came out in 2005, 2006. Right, yeah. Right, so it's a slightly different era in terms of comics and today. But the celebrity themes, a lot of the celebrity concepts and themes are are from the comic or in the show. They're completely from the show. The only thing the comic did better, and I realized why the show couldn't do it, mm-hmm. was the airplane scene where, where where they crash the plane through their own stupidity. It's even more it's more horrifying in the comic. It's oh, really? just, it's way more horrifying. Hmm. Because because the thing okay so here's the thing. It wasn't just the two of them, yeah. it was the entire seven. And and what made it even worse, they applied real life physics to this. So, it, 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 yeah, you get already a bit of an idea what that what that would be like. So the comic was actually better because it told it told a much more it was more compelling oddly too. Yeah. Right, it was more compelling oddly too because Homelander loses his shit even earlier in the comic. Hmm. Right, because uh, because the thing is, it goes wrong like right away. The very first movie, right, it goes on right at the beginning. And it just, it gets to go from bad to worse in the con, even in the show, it's very close to, that vibe is still there. But again, to do what they did for the comic, the budget for that would have been ridiculous. Right. And yeah, it's a prime show, but. Even, there are limits, even Amazon's like, you know, we we haven't made that much money for you guys. Now, they might do, if they had done it, they probably would have paid for it. Okay. Because the show is that much of a hit. Right, right. First season. Yeah. I feel like the smartest thing the boys did was casting um, Chase Crawford in the role because he's so like notoriously known as like a good dude from Gossip Girl playing Nate and taking that and like making him into whatever his character is called, the Seaman. Yes. 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 The, the Deep is my favorite yeah. character in the show. He's ah. way, like, yeah. so much more interesting. Like you said, okay. the show... <coughs> don't like going down the wrong hole. Anyway, um, the, the, the show is better. But the comic is still good, but the show is actually legitimately better. Oh, so, okay. And, the, th- and, and the third push throw, Harley Quinn. Oh. Oh, I haven't watched that. I haven't. I watched one of the movies. Not, 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 not the movie, but the, I haven't the part, watched the, part, the show. The yeah, the yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't watched the show. You, you, you will not look at Joker in the vein the same way ever again. Right. Joker is only like like what you think he is in the first season. In season okay. two, he actually gets an interesting redemption arc. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh that is interesting. Interesting. And then, and then, and then, I, I, do you want a spoiler for season? Yeah, I'll take care. I yeah, I love spoilers. Yeah, I was gonna say I literally don't care. The Joker, the Joker becomes mayor of Gotham City in season three. Interesting. And, and he's actually good at his job. I mean, of course yeah, he is because he's that. a psychopath. He's so this makes yeah. sense. Yeah, this all tracks. Yes. It, 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 yeah, it's oddly disturbing that Joker actually was the like the best. <laughs> like, although my favorite character is Bane. Okay. Because Bane, Bane, they actually kept the Batman like forever voice in there uh, as a real. It is actually all great. Love it. No, no, no. It, 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 it's like you are legitimately this monster, but at the same time, you're hilarious. 
you are actually hilarious. And so, so but that's that, that's all the modern stuff I watch. Okay. I mean, good choices. Yeah. Yeah. By and large, I, I, real time, real time, I, I I feel like it's more because I love the books. Than, than, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's a bad show, but it's fine. I was gonna say I haven't read the books or seen the show, yeah. so I I can't comment on it. Yeah, but yeah, but Yana, I'm not cool. I haven't seen Gone to a movie since before 2020. I, I'm super, I'm really super heroed out at yeah. the movies. I'm done. Fair, fair. I'm done. I think for now, it's not that I don't love comics. It's just it's fair you need to take a break sometimes if you would like a tv show that is better than the books i would argue the shadow and bone tv show is better than the books interesting show good books but like she really grows as a writer like throughout but the show it's so because they well have the source cast. material they have before. The source material. Yeah. And she does, um, so she's involved in it, and she does some things in the show that she's like, you know, if I had thought of this like nine years ago, I wish I had done that. Right. Um, the main yeah. character is just like white girl heroine in the books. Like, she's Katniss Everdeen. She's But that was the formula at the time exactly. it started, right? So. And in the show, they make a point of making her half shoe, which is when the country started at war against. Oh. And Liz, Lee Barney goes like, yeah, if I had thought of that, like, I absolutely would have her. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. It adds so much to Elena's character and it makes you understand why she is the way she is. Yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate a show where the showrunner's like, I'd like to try some things. Well, it's, it's also, it, 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 I'm not actually not against a show changing something, assuming it keeps the spirit of the actual content exactly. intact, yes. right? Yes. Uh, a good example, uh, I don't know if you guys ever watch anime at all, but I'm a big Full Metal Alchemist fan. Right. So the, the, first, the, first, the, first, the first show, yeah. oh, Full Metal Alchemist Transcendence, it's, it's fantastic. I've heard, I've heard yeah, it's really, really, really good. Yeah. But, the first, but the first show, the first one, they didn't have all the material written yet, like from the comic and manga. Right, okay. So they kind of had to go in their own direction, right? So the second show's better. I'm not going to say it's not okay, better. It's okay. not. Oh, no, that's fair. Right? But the first show, they really, they, they did their, like, considering where they, they had no idea where they were going. Because right. they didn't have, she had, she gave them some ideas, but not, she was so, she, let's give this a, like, there's 27 volumes of Full Metal Alchemist. She, wow. Wow, yeah. There's 27. Yeah, no, but it, it she was maybe at volume eight or nine from the time by the time it got to that part where they there's no new material. Right, so oh. she's so, so, so she's, she's still a lot, yeah. She's got a lot yeah. still coming and they they kind of again shows now on, they can't wait forever. Right. That's why filler arcs happen a lot of times in, in, in shows. They didn't want to do a, a sucky filler and they didn't. It was still a great story. It's oh, not nice. It's, again, it's not the direction she went. Yeah. But considering where they were and the limitations they had at the time, they the studio really tried to keep the spirit of what the, of what the show okay. was intact. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's different. Of course. Yeah, because it's going to be. You know, even if she gave them, like, she gave marks that she thought she was going to get to, we're all writers. We oh all my know God. that yeah, like, you true. think that something's going to happen, and then you write your story, and you're like, Oh, no. I can't have any of this. Yeah, and you have to tangent, or like if it's super important, like integral, yeah. you have to find a way to get back to there. But it might not happen right away. Exactly. You're you're gonna maybe meander a bit. Yeah, and so and so yeah, so what they did was really cool. So again, if the, if the studio and sometimes too, there's budgetary reasons. Yes, sometimes yes, there's other yeah. reasons why we got to make some changes. 
So I understand all that. What I care about is if you're changing it, if you're changing it, you're not butchering the source material and you're keeping the spirit of it together. Yes. Like for example, one of the worst examples I've ever seen is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, I have the seen movie? that movie. Yes, yeah. I've seen that movie. I know. I, I was gonna say I if haven't read, read anything. If you read the books, you'd be mad. I've heard that it's very See, because I enjoyed the movie, I was like, oh, that's yeah. fun. Um, books are way better. But I've heard the books yeah. are way better. And anybody and anybody that read the books and went into that movie. Well, that's what really I heard. Bad. I heard everybody who did that was like so disappointed. And they're like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Yeah. Now again, for what it was. I get it, and some of that, and even looking in hindsight with the benefit yeah. of hindsight, some of the choices I can understand, some of them. <laughs> Others, I'm like, why did I even come? Right? So, and then also, I'm a Green Lantern fan. Okay. Oh, so all of the portrayals of Green Lantern in pop, uh, modern media have been not at all infuriating for okay. you. <laughs> This I mean, isn't strong enough. hilarious. <laughs> Where's the ten percent? Right? It's it's over there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. No, it's just it's just that's that's the thing. Like you, you you again. So there are times when you look at the student like, why why yeah. did you do this? And then there are times you look at them and go, okay, it's not what I quite wanted. Right. But I understand. Yeah. yeah. Or right now, a good example of that might be Stardust. You know, game Stardust movie. Oh my god, Stardust movie is so much better. I loved that movie. I loved it so much. Yeah. Neil Neil Gaiman actually talked about that. He lost twice with his director on that. He lost because because they made more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Neil Gaiman is someone who he did the same with the Sandman. Where like working on the show, he was like, "Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Ideas, and I'm like, oh shit. I wish I had thought of that." 90s. Yeah, you do that. That is better. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, that's it. I, I, I haven't seen the show yet. I, I, I'm kind of torn whether I want to or not. Okay. I, I, I'm not the biggest. Okay, this is going to sound like I respect the game as talent, but I read Ray Bradbury and Charles Delance first. I was going to say, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. yeah we yeah, all right. got taste. Yeah. Right, right. So I don't, he doesn't hit me the same way a lot of other people I was going to say, I've actually never read a Neil Gaiman book. Yeah. yeah, I know his work. I've worked on his plays. Yeah, uh, I've never read a book. Which one of his plays have you worked on? Uh, Neverwhere. Neverwhere is a fantastic book. I've heard. I've heard it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic book. book. Yeah, it's, fantastic. it's a great play. It's, so I it, assume it, the book in is my great. Opinion, in, in my opinion, it's the best novel. That's what I, I've heard that it's like pinnacle gaming. Yeah, American Gods some people like, but I prefer Neverwhere. Right. Okay. I like American Gods, but I feel like it has a thing that like books of that time kind of have, especially books written by men, where like sometimes you feel like you missed pages and you uh, didn't. But there's like an internal dialogue that men of like the early 2000s, the late 90s had that I can't access. I felt the same way when I read The Road by Cormac McCarthy. I knew it was good, but there were just things that I like did not right, like that were missing. Yeah. yeah. And I remember telling Nick's boyfriend about that and being like, I don't I don't know. And he was like, when I read that book, I wept. And I gave it to my dad and he wept. And you're like, oh, so it's a book for dudes. Okay, so I get this because I am not a son of a father. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Understood, check mark. It's okay. I mean, I've seen this book too. There are some things I read sometimes with women. I'm like, I don't get this at all. Yeah, it, 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 it's, yeah. just, it's just one of those. Yeah. It's one of those things that I think. Um, it's one of those things I think that it's neat is that 
everybody sees things a little differently, mm-hmm. and you can and you, you just can appreciate the fact that the perception is different. Hundred percent, right? And like some things are universal, and some things aren't. And yes. I, part of growing up as an artist is like recognizing that people, not everyone, is going to like what you make, and that's okay. And that doesn't mean that it's bad. It means you find your audience. Yes. And if your audience is big enough for you, and your audience gets you. Then it doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter that other people are like, I don't get that. That was bad. I didn't laugh. So, I, I think one of the biggest losses of the pandemic, we talked a little bit about how the yeah, podcast yeah. didn't yeah. touch you guys on the previous cut, that <laughs> which you won't go back into. Audio into only. Audio only or something. I don't know, but I don't know what I'm going to do with this now. Maybe I'll just keep this as like oh a fun. Make it like a Patreon cut. So actually, 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 yeah. Like I love it. I, I didn't tell you guys. No, that, that's literally how I'm starting this off, actually, is it as a Patreon. Oh, because, amazing. No, because, love it. because I, love it. I already have, okay, so I've interviewed you guys. Yeah. I've interviewed Mark Watson. Nice. Yes. I've interviewed, I've interviewed, uh, wait, I met the first person, Barb Sim, an actress in town. Okay. And in her own apartment, which is kind of cool. Oh, that yeah. is cool. Yeah, so what I'm doing, what I'm, again, this is, this is one of the reasons we're doing this little experiment here, mm-hmm. which I think it'll work okay, because even if that doesn't pick up a damn thing, this is right here. Yeah. 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 So, um, but the thing is, I'm getting into this group because what's going to happen is I haven't decided whether I'm going to keep it as I'm going to keep a Patreon page going. Because when I go on the road, that, like for example, have you guys do you know who Marissa Mayer is? Yes. Yes. I, I've interviewed her on the show already. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. She's already kind of quietly agreed that I, when I go into her neck of the woods, I can go hang out with her. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So that's one. And then there's. There's other people, during the pandemic, I got the opportunity, so I talked to people that work in animation studios like Marvel and Warner Brothers. I got to talk to people that work in Game of Thrones. I got to talk to people nice. like... Nice, So I, 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 from a social, my social media, just to give a point, when I started with part pre-pandemic, I was at like 800 followers on Facebook. My, my Twitter was about 3,000, but I yep. quadrupled my following on, on, on Yay! Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've grown like yeah. in three years. I've grown significantly in terms of the following I've accumulated. So that's fantastic. And I've met a lot of amazing people. And part of the reason why I'm going away from Calgary again is when I came back here almost a year and a half ago. Trying to get a hold of anybody was damn near impossible. I mean, that tracks for the yeah, city. That, that yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what I've learned when and the thing is this. So. I'm 41 years old. I'm middle-aged and partially crazy. And um, but the thing I've learned is, I, like, the biggest thing I've learned is two things. One, I'm not going to be for everybody. And going back through what you were talking about earlier, yeah. about as an artist, as a person, the the more true I am to myself, the more I'm going to. I'm going to cut. People are going to walk away from my life, and I've accepted that, yeah. that that's going to be the way it is. But on the flip side, the people that are going to come in and replace now are going to be more like. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that's where. Yeah. So the other. So that's part of it. Like I feel like when I came back here, this is some little things. Like again, getting to see you ladies again is a wonderful thing. But at the same time, I realize like I'm not sticking around because there's no there's no reason for me to stick around. Right. Community is here. Your community is somewhere else. That's right. You have to go there, and you have to find your community. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so. That's also one reason why my one word to collide is going to be very short. I'm, right. gonna, I'm still going to be there, but, but I, I, I'm not going to be as involved because 
I look at it like this. I've been here, this might sound a little petty, a little bit. I've been here for a year and a half. And if you're not, if you can try to see me then, I'm not gonna go work that hard to see me now when I'm about to be about to fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, right? I'm not gonna work that hard. No, and that's, and that's just how I see it. Yeah, and yeah. We, Maybe that's vindictive. I've never heard it. You know what? Sometimes being petty is fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe it is. You know, I, you, you when are you're at like an opening night and you're having a super fun time and you see someone like across the room who has not been very nice to you in the past. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm just going to party with the artistic director. I'm going to take a selfie with the artistic director. And I'm not going to invite you. Yeah, no, no I, I've, I've done yeah. that. No, no, I, 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 I've done that. <laughs> not quite that, but I've done something like that. I, 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 I do pay, again, I am just touching one enough to remember who was nice to me. There you go. And who you know, wasn't. Right? And who's nice to me. Also, I, you don't have time for people who are not nice to you. Like, I, legit. Yeah. We're yeah. all grown-ups. That's a lesson I teach children. You don't you have to be friends with everybody. You just have to be nice. And if somebody is not nice to you, you don't have to spend time with them. I, I, I actually, I, I'm going to push back just a touch. You don't actually even have to be nice. What you have to be is tolerant. I would I would argue that respectful is yeah, actually maybe the better word. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to be nice. One thing I've learned, or one thing I've learned is, if someone isn't going to appreciate what you give them, there's no point. Oh well, yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. true. It's very there's true. To be said for being like cordial. Yeah, yes. no, 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 again, there's, there, again, yeah. going back to what she said, respectful yeah. is the yeah. right word because yeah, yeah. you have to. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. again, I, I don't, I'm not in this to piss people off for the sake of pissing people off. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm in this, I'm here to do me. And exactly. you're going to like me or you're not. And if yeah. you don't like me, shrug. Right? And that's kind of where I'm at right now, right? Now, yeah. that's it. I don't wish you ill will. I'm no. not going to, right? Exactly. You're not going to, like, actively try to harm the person. No. You're just no, like, no. I just don't have time for just you. Just going to move on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, consequently, in some cases, if you if you do have to slip on a banana peel in front of me, I'm not going to be that bad. <laughs> You're not going to point out well, the banana yes. peel. If, yeah, if yeah. you fall on your face, that's what everybody's secretly hoping for. Exactly. That yeah. is the universe that writing thing. is what okay. miscongeniality Honest. Yeah, yeah. So, that, that, but that's the thing. Right? That there is, but again, respect's important, and that's the thing. Yeah. If you don't disrespect. You don't have time. Like everybody's here to do their thing, and yeah. not everybody is for you. Exactly. That's it. And yeah. you got. And, and honestly, even with the, like, even if you're not for you, if I, this is what I found. We openly, honestly, realize this. Mm-hmm. I have found those people that actually. That's when those people. It's easier to be nice to them, mm-hmm. and vice versa, because so because yep. they, because honestly, everybody knows where it, it feels like. Everybody knows where we stand. It's like you know what? Um, oil your water, but it's cool what you're doing, and that and that yeah. it, right. That's hundred percent. That's and I've seen that, and you know what? I have none of respect for that, right? Yeah. Right, right. So it's when they're trying. Hey, I'm trying to be just like you, and you're like, nah. Yeah. You're yeah. not though. No. You don't actually respect what I do. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's, yeah. That's and the difference. That's okay. I don't respect what you do either. <laughs> so we're gonna have a mutual disrespect, but I'm gonna take a high road on this and choose to just maybe not be around you. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like the most important lesson that I've been like. So um, I have changed careers since the apocalypse. And I now um, am the Learning and Education Resource Specialist, yes. which is a lot of words, <laughs> for postgraduate medical education. So I work with medical residents who are having some sort of learning difficulty, like some sort of crisis. Um, 
in theory, I thought it'd be a lot of like, here's some study skills. No. Here's no, it's a lot of like time management and prioritization and like general counseling. General oh. like. So the biggest lesson recently has been like, hey, the only thing you can control is yourself. Mm -hmm. We want people to treat us differently, and we can ask for that, and we can advocate for that, but you can't change what someone else does to you. You can only change how you respond to it, yep. and you can only change how you feel about that, and you can only change what you do in response. Yes. That's funny. And it's infuriating, Oh it's yeah, true. It's so true. And also, like, other people don't know what they don't know. So if yeah. you don't say anything, they don't know. They, don't you're know. they think they're being helpful and yeah. they need to do things differently, but you have to tell them they have to do things yes. differently. Yeah, actually, that's funny you bring that up. I, I've seen that power. Yesterday, I kind of made a mistake. I actually owe somebody an apology. I one person apologized. One person I apologized privately to. Because right. I, I screwed up a little bit. I was. It came from a good place, but I didn't do it in quite... Looking in hindsight, I probably should have done it a little differently. That's fair. We're right? humans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but here's the thing, when I went to apologize to them, it was like, yeah, but it doesn't change how I feel about the guilt and stuff on the inside. It's like I can't control that. Nope. Yeah. Right. I can't control that. And and it's, and it's nothing to do with like you know, mental, whatever. Like like I, I realized like for me this, this I have a standard. This is basically my standard for every human being on the planet. Right? You have to be accountable for you. That's it. It's right, true. right, right, right. That's it. You have to be accountable for you. I can only do what I can do. I'm not interested in, in, in creating an emotional response. I don't want to necessarily harm somebody. If no. I do, I make mistakes. It happens. But, but you're not, there's a difference between actively seeking to harm somebody and accidentally doing it based on your circumstances that you but, didn't know. But, but, but it's also, like I said, it's also been my bias. It's also kind of been my bias. Uh, and I admit, there's a bit, a little bit of bias to it because, again, one of the things I've realized, this was way before this apocalypse, my very first apocalypse. Your first apocalypse? Yes. When was this? This was when, when we were talking about here, when we were talking about the uh, Mormon community. Oh, okay. right. So, yes, so, yes, so, okay. so, uh, the longest short of it was, I worked for an author. It didn't go very well. Fair. I read it, didn't go very well. He ended up not paying me what I, and, uh, oh, oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 it, it, it was, it was, I have to be honest about this, this undergrad student. Yep. There was, the thing about, one of the things I learned during that whole experience, in the post, if I let some things go sooner, I might have gotten through it sooner. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. I would have gotten through it sooner because, again, we we when someone hurts, we have a tendency to hold on to that hurt. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have a tendency. Now, again, I was not the hero of the story either. That's when I learned I could be the villain of the story. I mean, everybody yeah. has that potential. Yeah, but I was a little bit, and I, I learned. And actually, and it, there is a useful place for it. It's when you're a parent, you have to be the villain sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, true. yeah. Right. It's actually that it's in you for a good reason. But you had to come face to face with the fact that you're not always the hero of your story. But I ended up, I was down to about 160 pounds. I was slowly starving. I was walking the same miles. Just, oh no, it was, it was, it was a rough time. Yeah. And um, that's why my teeth are up here are, are, are big. It's a bit, is that. From that, like malnutrition and all? And, you know, and you know, stress and like grinding. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so. Yes. 7,000 feet up. Okay, conversely, we are 4,000 feet up, I think, give or take. It's, right? Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, it's in between like three, yeah. three yeah, and 4,000. 4, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll say 3,500 just for I think that sounds great, yeah. yeah. You're right. 
7,000 feet up. Hi. Okay, okay, so I'm working, I'm struggling. There's, there's a stress element to it yeah, as well. 100%. Yeah. Stress element to it. Um, because again, I didn't get paid when it was all said and done, and that definitely added to it. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I was working at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, right. which for me was like a step, a huge step backwards. I was a bitter girl I had to swallow. Yeah. So that's the mental aspect. Yeah, 100%. The physical, the physical aspect of it is. Yeah, I would work, I'd go home, and, 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 and I mean, there got to, a, there was a point, like, after I lost my job in town, I'd have to hitchhike across, like, cities, walk ridiculous miles to work, and again, this is all just, like, and this is just what's been part of this, and right. eventually I, I had, I came to a point where, um, I literally, I, I, people, I, I say this, I've said this on my podcast, I, I saw a glimmer of the shadow of death, like, coming for me. And I had to make a decision right then and there what I was going to do with my right. life. Right? And it, it taught me, it taught me that we are all mortal. And every time we have this opportunity with people, it's precious. This is kind of like when yeah. we were originally yeah. talking about doing a Zoom chat, this is why I didn't want to do a Zoom chat. Because this, like, I, I, I'm not saying this is going to be our final conversation, but it might be our last one before I go. Right. And right. who knows when the next one's going to be. That's a very real thing. We take for granted that we don't really have this time. We don't. We don't. And I've learned this. This is why I, like, I guess this, I, so I have a natural urgency bias built into me because I realize how precious time is. I don't. Yes. We do need time to heal, but there's also we get comfortable in our wounds. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, 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 yeah. right. We get comfortable in our wounds. So I've learned this, and like I said, that's, a lot, that's how I hurt the individual yesterday because I, I gave them a push when they weren't ready for uh, it. Right. right? Yeah. And, and, and they, I still think they needed the push, but, but at the same time, it's not my own bias definitely played a role in that. Again, I'm yeah. being very honest yeah. about that. But at the same time, it's like, that's the place it came from. Right. That's not the impact it had. Right. right. And in the post, but but also, I realized all I can do at that point is say I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. you can't change anything. No, no. Yeah. what's happened has happened. We don't, as of yet, or that we know of, have time machines. Yeah. So. I had a similar, this is not similar, I had a similar situation when I was looking after Riley. That's my three-year-old niece. And she needed to go to bed. It was bedtime. And like, she was chaos. She is often sleep time chaos because she has very serious FOMO. Yeah. And it was time to go to bed, and she was like running away a lot, and she started running down the stairs. Which is super scary because she's still not that great at stairs. No, three year olds in stairs are not. Yeah. They, they can barely do flats. So. And like, her confidence and her skills is mismatched to what her skill level is. Accurate for a three year old. Some, some, sometimes that does work in their favor. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I like. Chased her down the stairs and I picked her up and I carried her upstairs and I was like, You cannot run away from Auntie. And she started crying. Naturally. Yeah. So I brought her into her bedroom and I looked at her and I was like, Riley, I know you're mad. What could I have done differently in this situation? And she was like, Not pick me up. And I was like, Okay, well, that's not an option because you were gonna fall down the stairs. And also, I can't go back and not pick you up. Yeah. Yeah, I made a choice. I carried through with my choice. You didn't like the choice. Yeah. But, but now we're here. Now so we're here. I did pick you up. So now what? What are we going to do from this moment going forward? Yeah. Yeah. And then because she's three, her response was, 
I jump on my bed? And I was like, yeah, okay. Right. Go for it. Jump on your bed for like 10 seconds. It'll That's be fun. fun. You'll think it's four hours because time also means nothing yeah. for three-year-olds. I don't know because you, because, you think, because you think you have plenty of bed. Oh yeah. And when you get when you get yeah. our age, you realize that it like it goes by a little bit faster every year, right? It goes yeah. by a little bit faster. So. I know we were saying this up, and we're like, oh, we'll meet in March. I was like, oh my god, March is so far away. I can't believe we can't find time before March. And then March is here. Yeah. 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 No, that that's how wild. That's, that's how it goes. And I got like five months is not a long time for me to get ready, but yeah. it is. A, it's, but it is, and it isn't. It doesn't feel like it, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so I get, I, I call the consulate, get my passport stuff sorted yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. I get, take our driver's test in the United States. God bless America. God bless America. I mean, that's 90% of the driver's test. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's 90% of all tests in America. Yeah, I think so. You just say, you just say God, God bless, bless America, America, and they go. Red, white, and blue. Well, no, it, it, so here's the best part. There are states, in, there are states in the constitution, in, in there, you don't actually require you to live in the country to get your license. So right. you're going to get Love an American it. driver's license. Correct! Beautiful. Oh my god! Fantastic. Oh, I mean, I love that. That's amazing for you. <laughs> yeah. What a good story. Amazing. Isn't it, isn't it fantastic? And you just, and all you, and see, see, okay, so there's a few other lessons I learned from the pandemic. I, I have now two new rules for my life worlds. Mm-hmm. Rule nine. Um, I don't, oh man. And now that I've got thinking about it, it just, it just completely disappeared from me. Um, be be un, un, untangled by like yeah. distance from all outcomes. Okay. Because yeah. be, because the thing is, so one of the things I've learned I learned in this thing. Now again, not interested in but whatever, whatever you chose to do, you chose to do. Whatever you didn't choose to do, you chose to do. That's that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I've learned is that when people buy ideas, right? When people buy into an idea, it's almost impossible to change something. Right? It's almost yeah. impossible. Uh-huh. You can't, it can be done, but it's very difficult, right? Now, if I'm detached from the outcome, I can listen to everything and not have an opinion one way or the other. I might still have an opinion. I might still disagree with you. Right. But now I'm open to understanding the other perspective that much more. Because the thing is, the thing is, the thing is um, you try to browbeat somebody with something, it never works. But if I'm listening to you, they're at least to go understand each other. That's very true. Yes. Listening yeah, is, it's like 98% of what we do in life. Yeah. And it's like a lot Supposed start. to do in life. <laughs> well, well, I'm specifically speaking about what Aaron and I do yeah. in life, which is theater. Theater, theater is 97% listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing when people, oh, it's so funny, when people are like, how do you learn your lines? You're kind of like, I don't know, I just like listen to what the other person says, and usually I can figure out what to say. Yeah, I know my story arc, and then I use my ears. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, it's the funniest thing when you, so we, um, we're both, I would say, professional. Yeah, artists. yeah. If, you, if, you, if yeah. you've been paid, you're a pro. Yeah. Yep. And we work with a lot of communicator artists, and it's the same and it's different. Mm-hmm. But I've done shows where people have like skipped a line and have been lost, and I'm just like, okay, well I know, like we have what the point is, so I'm just gonna like say a couple things, and it would get us back to the point that we skipped. And every time I walk through, I'm like, oh my god, how did you do that? Improv is wonderful. And I'm like, I listen to y'all. I, li- I just used my ears to know where we were and knew where we had to go. 
that's really all that it is. Yeah. You're like, we're here. Yeah. We have to get to here because, and we have to hit these points because otherwise the audience doesn't know what's happening. And like, yeah, exactly. If you know what the points you have to hit are, even if your other actor is lost, you just say things that are similar to your actual lines that hit those points and their brains will just like click, click in. It, and it, even it, if they're it, lost. It'll come back yeah. and their fear will eventually just disappear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. what happens there is also like, oh my God, what's that line? Uh, 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 right? Yeah. And sometimes it's it's a word because you're hung up on a word, and it's like as soon as you hear whatever trigger word it is, you're like, oh my god, okay, yes, I know where we are now. Yeah. Um, and usually that only takes like maybe 17 seconds, but it's a terrifying 17 seconds because you're like, I don't know where I am, and the audience doesn't. The audience knows that I don't know. That's yeah. kind of why Full Circle Theater can do the kind of shows that we've done where we have scripts. But so um, for the yeah. audience who doesn't know, we do we do Shakespearean works and we do collective creations. And collective creations are plays that are written by a group of individuals collectively. Oh, and so usually our um, creation team and our performance team are the same people. Yes. And so we know our story. Like, we don't have to say the lines that are on the page. We can make different jokes. We can respond slightly differently because we know what journey the story is taking. And we know what lines are cues. So yes. we know, like, we have to say this one properly because that's when the music will change or the lights will change. Exactly. Or it's a direct question. Like, because there's some lines that, like, if you say, like, somebody's name but it's like a nickname or something they're like don't call me that you know that in the previous line you have to say that otherwise their next line cannot happen totally or if it's a line that's going to come back later in the play you know you have to say that line right but you can do different things in the scene differently and i feel like everyone who's done one of our collective creations gets that yes and it drives outsiders Bananas. Like yeah. one of our actors tried to work with her husband to run her lines, and he was like, "You're not saying the right line." And she was like, "That's just what I feel like saying today." He's like, "You can't do that." And you're like, "Yes, if we were working off a pre-written script, correct. But we're not. We created this script, so we do have." In a medium way, like not full carte blanche, but yeah. we have carte blanche to do what we need to do to move our story as forward. As long as the skeleton of the story is there, anything goes. Right? To a degree, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And like, if you come up with new jokes, try your new jokes. See if it works. Yeah, that's a joy of collective work. It's, it's also a joy of performing. Yeah. Right, right? It's a joy yeah. of performing because if it works, you're like, yeah, and if it doesn't, you're like, Oh, that sucked. I'll do, I'll do something different tomorrow. Yeah. As long as it's within the realm of possibility for the show you're currently working exactly. at. Yeah. If it's a pre-written script, don't do that. No, someone wrote that and someone cares about it. And it also will super throw everybody. Yeah. And no one invited you yeah. to come play in that way in their yeah. sandbox. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But in our world, go for it. We don't care. Do what you feel. As long as our story gets across, you're fine. That being said, though, we have a new script coming up, and I don't think our our actors are invited to play in that way. No, they are not. This is a very set script. Our jokes are very poignant for what they need to be, and the wording is important. Is very important. So it's Shakespearean based. So the jokes are 
very, very wordplay based. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't set up, like, it's like bowling. If the pins are in the right places, you can't get a strike. Yeah. So, so I have a question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shakespearean, are we talking puns? Um, well, I don't know if there are a lot of puns. No, 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 no. I, I doubt I, I, it. I'm only, I'm only asking this, I only ask this because the moment you mentioned play on words, I yeah. like, like, so the first thing I thought, oh no, you guys joined the pun call. We're, we're not good no, punters. I was going to say, it's it's more as Shakespeare wrote, dick jokes. Yeah, like, oh, oh yes. Jokes. yes, yes, yes. So yes, many yes. dick yeah. jokes because Shakespeare loved his dick jokes. Well, yeah, because because he was bored and he was on the road and probably drunk half the time. It's like, you know what's really funny? I like mean, dick. dick jokes are still funny. Yeah, yeah, still yeah, funny. yeah, 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 no, yeah. You're lost for something, throw a dick joke in there. Hey, Claire, what's the funniest angle for a dick? What? It's 45 degrees. It's true, it is. Theater joke. <laughs> <laughs> That was the very specific angle that was true in all Greek theater. For um, their phalluses on yeah. the satyrs in all satyr plays. All satyr plays. 45 degrees. degrees. Why is it funny? Nobody Snow knows. Balls. Assuming the Greeks knew? Well, no, Who no, knows? Do you, do you know what? I actually have a theory. You want to okay. hear You want to hear yes. this? Yes. Yes. So, you know how in Hollywood there's certain languages of cinema? Yeah. Right? I See, there was a, there was, there's a language of theater, too. And now the Greeks did not have cameras. They had, they, again, they knew how to tell a story. So they have certain set pieces. Now I'm gonna set pieces. Now, I'm not saying necessarily, now why they chose 45, I will never know. That's I bet it was of the, the easiest angle to drop. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so this is just basically what it was. Like, this is how we're gonna do it. Deal with it. I, 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 I've, written, I've written about like artifacts and stuff like that yeah. in some of my, my yeah. work. And I realized, like, why would they? Because it's always like the stuff we don't know. We don't know why it's there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so what? What would what, what would we do today? And how would that apply back then? And if you look at Hollywood. Hollywood has some stupid fucking rules. Oh, right? trust yeah. us, we are um, aware of these yeah, yeah, rules. Yeah, but but yeah. the thing is, but the thing is that that it makes sense that the Greeks, Shakespeare, every other time had their own set of stupid rules. Right, because yeah. some things are universal. Uh, so I, I actually did a, 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 one of my stories. I actually found a pest dispenser in the apocalypse. I imagine that in the, in the future, you'd have no idea what a pest dispenser was. So you might be a little bit terrified seeing an animal head with nothing in there. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it is creepy. Right, right, yeah. right what the fuck is that? But then I realized this was the thought. Like, you know, honestly, you know, all this shit we were seeing in front of ancient Egypt and other stuff, what if it was nothing more than a parent buying something for the kid? And I thought that that not felt, and it's something about that that felt really true to me. And I feel like it's the same even with the theater stuff. Is there was these universal standards? Now, why that's the universal standard, I, nobody fucking knows. But at the same time, but there was, a, but at some point, somebody thought about it, right? And somebody did it, and it was just something they did with everything they did. Yep, oh, totally, hundred percent. Yeah. That's my theory. I don't know. I mean, that's why every Shakespearean play has three to four female characters, because that's how many people Shakespeare had who were girls. I was going to say, they were the young boys, and then the one slightly older young boy that could play the old lady. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, but again, it's what he had, right? It's what he had. So he wrote according to what he, the tools he couldn't use at the time. Mm -hmm. and, when, and when you look at Shakespeare as a problem solver, you look at his writing in a very different light as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All around. 
Good times. Good times. Oh, Shakespeare. So. Great times. <laughs> so you guys are still doing theater, which I, I'm yes. very happy. I'm very happy to actually hear. Yeah. So we did. Um, we did one online show during, yes, like, during the pandemic. The height. Yes. The height. We did it in June. Okay, so we did it in June of 2021. Yes. Okay. But we were, were we had it originally scheduled for March, and we just needed more time to work on it. And we were like, I don't know, guys. Like, is COVID going to be a thing in June? Is this Uh-oh. still going to resonate? Did it ever. Oh, did it ever. It sure did. We had no need for concern. Nope. So we did, uh, yeah, it was a Zoom-based play. It was, um, or it wasn't Zoom-based. So it was Zoom-based, but we live-streamed it through Facebook. So we yeah. had to learn a lot about, like, mm-hmm. live-streaming and using... Yeah. Um, Whatever that software system we used was. Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't even remember. Um, StreamYard. Uh, no. Restream. No. It was something. Oh god, what was it? It was the one that The Rob has a podcast network uses. Yeah. Where it just, like, it basically mirrored your screen so you could move bits around. Yeah. And so we had a stage manager who did was off video and hit video. Yeah. And he basically streamed his screen. Yeah, so that way the audience would see what we wanted them to see. Yeah, and uh-huh. so if we were off stage, we just turned our video off, and then our things would disappear. Yeah, and we did have some times where it was funny that the person's video was off, so they were still live, there. but yes. it would just say their name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had like various things we did. Yeah. And that was fun, and that was like a good adventure. Yeah. And now we are ready to get getting into doing in-person theater. Yes. Claire is obviously, Claire is a professional stage manager. Oh, yeah. So she's done, like, I, I've seen, I've seen, done, I've seen, I've seen yeah. your stage photos. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Professional works. But now it's time it's for It's time to get so, back on I stage. The professional. Yeah. Like, yes. You are I'm making sure. your full living doing sure. this. Yeah. It's my, yeah. It's my yeah. life. I'm almost there. Nice. I'm almost nice. There. Amazing. Yep. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we a big interview. Yeah, yeah, we are. Really? Hello, oh, wow. so nice to see you. Nice to see you. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Middle East, Ontario. My love, no. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Sitting at the airport, but I had to come and say oh, it. No worries. Bye. Come on, come on nice. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'm about an hour doing Led Zeppelin. Love it. Snow from Mike. Oh, fun. Oh, fun. Amazing. I, I, I wish I could. I have I have a client meeting at like midnight. I have the person who's like when it wants what's possible wants me to do and that. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ergo, your freelance life where you sleep when you can. Yes. Well, I, I, this is a beautiful thing, right? I, I have this option now where where okay, so I do my side gig is the saddle ball. I work, right. I work. I work. Right. I work. I work. So I was a dog game last night, for example. I didn't even know oh, there was oh, a hockey game last that's night. That's fun for you to get to be a part of. Yeah. All that. Well, it's actually the thing I've learned is that <laughs> athletes, athletes in art, they're virtually the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I got to watch uh, number seventy-nine of the Philadelphia Flyers lady, right? I don't know who he is. Off He's like, I don't. He's doing like the hand, but they do a hand warm up, right? Hand eye coordination yes. warm up. Yeah. The thing I again, this is just things you just see that a lot of people take for granted. So when he goes off and finishes the exercise, he takes the balls. He grabs another two and starts juggling. Just right, right randomly. Yeah. Right there. And I looked at that. I was like, that is like something. I looked at that. I stopped. I looked at That is legitimately impressive. And he actually said thank you. He's like, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Right? Because it's. I was like, juggling's a skill. Skill I don't possess. Skill I don't have either. 
I mean, like I could the clown training. Yep. I was like, it's not juggling's not my wheelhouse. So I could maybe learn it, but I I, I don't care. I, don't I have other to. things to learn. Other people know how to juggle. Yeah. So I, I was gonna ask you. I mentioned yeah. up here. I'm doing the freelance, the freelance yes. mindset. Yeah. When words collide, it's going to be the only panel I do this year there. Or in terms of my own, I'm not yeah. doing a podcast panel. I'm not doing a Dr. Seuss panel. I'm not as much as I enjoyed the Seuss. Um, I haven't really, again, I don't feel like I'm, I'm quite the same way as part of the community anymore. And I feel like somebody, also, your brother, bless his heart, he has the same spirit as yeah. I do when it comes to that kind of stuff. He's trying to take over the fun entertainment. Yeah, yeah and, and, and honestly, right. I, yeah. I am more than willing to give it to him. Right? Right? I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not gonna fight him. In fact, if you, if you do see him before I bug him, yeah. dump, he wants to do this two socks from here on in. It's his to have. And I mean, All right. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. I mean, we will see him. <laughs> I was we'll going to say we'll see him Sunday. very soon. Maybe on Zoom tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, you might see him. He used to say, hey, I saw Josh. He's like, you might bug you for parent interviews. Like, really? So, yeah, you might come bug in. Yeah, yeah, I'll go to his house, whatever. Like, I'm, as you can see, I've built a pretty interesting mobile. I know. Like, we yeah. can really take yeah. care of that. And Kevin's good. He'll find somewhere cool. Yeah, yeah Kevin's yeah. good like that. Yeah. So, but my question, okay, so the question I have is, okay, so, I mentioned there's three kinds of artists. One does it for passion and love. That is not you two. You love, you love what you do, but yes. I mean, you're doing it for more than that. I kind of feel like you're in category two. You guys have other things you guys really enjoy in your life, but you still love art. Am I accurate in thinking that? I was going to say, I only do yes, art. I think you're yeah. three. You're three. Yeah. So you're a three. Yeah, I only do art. Yeah. I am a solo household with a mortgage, so... Yes, the artist life is... It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not impossible. It's not no, impossible, it's not impossible. But if the mortgage wasn't a consideration, it would be much more possible. Yes. yes. And you know, it's so easy. It's so much easier when you have someone else who has like a stable job. They can just be there and so, do stuff. Uh, we'll see about that. But to be fair, I do love my new job. Yes, you really do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. There's nothing like I say this to people. It's about being honest. Yeah. About honest with where you are in your life. You don't. One of the things I'm going to talk about is you don't again if you don't make if you make if you're making some income as an artist and you income as another thing, if that's all you want, there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's like I the one thing I heard about Mark is yeah. that's what he, like he loves his writing, but he's got other things he has as priority, and he's so open about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I think I'm very, very lucky because I've reached I've reached a place in my career where I actually have the flexibility to focus a lot on the career stuff and on a lot of the counseling and a lot of the advising. And then there are other things in my life where I can take like a step back. So I work with Luigi. Yeah. Um, oh, Riz Caldino. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I work with him, who I would say arguably is in Category 3, yep. but also has a full-time job yep. doing what I do. Because we've like reached this higher level where it's like, you know what? Like, yeah, at this time I'm gonna do out of hours meetings because in three weeks I'm gonna be doing a show and I can't. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, and there's uh, as for me, I just I decided I was too old for By and large, by and large. I still again do psychic stuff, but it's a lot easier for me to get fired now than it used to be. And I say that not like I I'm literally trying to get fired, but fine. Yeah. But it's a value thing. Like what I, one of the things that I think when we get to a certain point, you just realize there's just something's about people, right? It's like it's got to be worth it to you. Like yeah. you, you got to get something out of it for you. And if you're not getting anything out of it, walk away. Just walk away. Well, and like I remember being micromanaged and being like.
Right, that's like business hours. Yeah. And with this job now, it's like, well, you know what? If you're going to be meeting someone at 7 a.m. because you chose to do that, okay, then you're done work at 3 because. As long as it's 8 hours. That. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. This is Patreon thing. So even if it's not 8 hours some days, it will be longer than 8 hours other exactly. days. Exactly. Your, your work hours are balancing out. Yeah, if you're yeah. serving, if you're serving the community that you're there to serve. Yeah. And I do feel like I'm serving a community. I feel like I'm actually doing anything that helps people. Yeah. And you serve the community when you serve them. Exactly. And the literal number of hours doesn't actually matter. Yeah. It's a quality of work that you're doing within the parameter of time you're given to do the work. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember talking to my director, who is um, a practicing physician, when I started the job, and she just said to me, she's like, you know, I don't really care like what we do and when, but I don't ever want to be the limiting factor that stops someone from getting help. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's, that's, good. that's a good boss. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good boss. It's that doesn't... Your, 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 your industry doesn't always have that, unfortunately. No, no, no there is there are some higher ed people who uh, are not as lucky as me, but, yeah. you know, I, I got a master's degree, so I feel like I've earned this. Yes, I, 100%. Yes, <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah. 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 Hey, again, it's how yeah. you got there. That's all yeah. that matters. So, I know what my goals are for 2023. Mm-hmm. What are yours? I honestly, I never set goals. Really? Yep. Yeah. Don't I do it. I don't. Yeah. When people ask me what your five-year plan is, I'm like, that's I insane. Know. I don't know what's gonna happen in five years, but I do have things I want to achieve. Yes. And our big goal, mm-hmm. and this is a team goal. Yes, it is. Our big goal for this year is we have been working on a teen drama adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it is called Riverona. You know, like Riverdale and Verona. Oh no! And yes. it is, yeah. Oh, so, it's it's oh, no. it's fantastic. It is like Riverdale like, yes. meets Romeo and Juliet meets like what? Hot American Summer because yes. everyone's thirty. Yep. Um, parents thirty, teenagers thirty, everybody thirty, old like fencing coach thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Wow. Because that's how that's what a teen drama yes. is. No one is old enough to have literally burned the people they are the parents no. of. No. No, that's impossible. Also, everybody has to be older than teenage years, but also be a teenager because they need to do non-teenager things. So, 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 exactly. so, like, yes. 20, so 23 and up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 23 yeah. and up. So, yeah. we have, um, because it's a, TV, so it's a TV show, but it's a play. But it's a play, yeah. So we've written four episodes. Each episode is an act of uh, Romeo and Juliet. And I know there's five acts, but one, but one act is a, yeah, one act is a dumb act. We cut it. Yeah, so we that act is it. gone. We combined it with another act, but it's gone. It's a, it's not its own act. So it's, it's a four. So it, your version is a four act play. Yes. Yes. Um, and our so we're doing a production at a festival in June. Yes. And then we're gonna do showings of it. So mm-hmm. we're working it out. We don't know if it's gonna be like each month we'll do an episode and do like two weeks of a run of the same episode. Or if we're gonna swap it off, like one week is one episode, the next is the next, and then like culminate maybe a month later in like a double feature or something. Like we just yeah. that that's still to be decided. But we, we opened it up for auditions for the festival this ah. this week. And I, I don't think we've ever had such a good turnout oh, there's an for amazing. anything we I'm so... Like, we uh, ran out of audition slots so fast. So fast. Like, within a day, we were out of audition slots. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's really cool. There, there are so many... That's the thing. With 
with the apocalypse, there are so many artists in Calgary we don't know. Yes. There are so many people who for three years had no opportunity to get their names out there and get on a stage. Yep. And so they've graduated and they've like done their own projects that we didn't hear about. No. And now they're coming. And it's so wonderful to see. Yeah. So we're very, very excited about that. We're so excited. It's gonna be really fun. It's got some good buzz in the community. Like yeah. there's so many so many people that we talk so many to. Guys. Um, so our performances at the festival are June 24th and 28th. Yeah. And I think our goal for the actual, like our full scale is like mm. September-ish, depending on, so our creative team is five people. Yes. Depending on our contracts, yeah. we'll build around our contracts. Exactly. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so it's fun. It's so good. It's already really fun. Congratulations, both of you. Thank you. Yeah. There are like people auditioning for it who have never auditioned for our shows before. I know. I'm so excited. And like people also people we know that have never auditioned for our show, amongst others that we don't know that are brand new faces. So it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so are you oh, so are you both who's the okay when you guys are working on that production? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the director? I, I, I guess I guess it's a. We usually hire an outside director. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if we will for this one. For We're this debating one we might it. Not. Yeah. Um, myself. So I'm playing Tybalt. Tybalt, the uh, team fencing championship champion. By default. By default. <laughs> yeah, I have like a sack default on it. Oh. 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 Yes. yes. Oh. Yes. By default, because Romeo had. An incident. <gasps> and dropped out of fencing. Yes. So Tybalt is now the champion. By default. Yes. Um, so I'm playing Tybalt, and our friend Megan, who's part of the team, is playing Juliet. Yeah. And her husband is playing Romeo. Mm-hmm. Because when we started this project, COVID was very much a thing. And we were like, you know what's smart? You do. If people who are married are the people who have to kiss each other. Because yep. you have the same germs anyway. So yeah. go for probably it. Probably anyway. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so myself and Megan could handle most of the directing load between the two of us. 100%. Yeah. Um, there's very few scenes we're in together. And, mm-hmm. and like for those scenes, any one of the other three of us could step out yeah. as a director okay. because there's only... No, there's actually not even one scene that all of us are in together. No, because even the um, the assembly. Romeo's just there. Yeah. So. So, though we would consider hiring an outside director, I think there's a lot of protectiveness over the script. Yes. At least right now, because we really want to shape it yeah. first. So. I guess what I'm asking mm-hmm. then is, that I'll go this, I'll go one this way. So it's the plan for it to do the plays in the gym, so then you can shop it around once it's done. We would still take creative ownership of it, so we would, we would, we'll, we'll, we'll honestly probably produce it ourselves. Yeah, it would okay, be yeah, something yeah, rent a theater yeah. and yeah. Um, Though we would love to find sponsors, so we don't have to put forth all of the money ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so when the camera rolls off, I'll give you guys some ideas. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can scratch each other's backs a little bit. So, there we go. But uh, no, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I won't be here for September, and I'll like. No, but June. 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 The first episode. I could. I yeah. totally could. I totally could. So what you're gonna have to do then is you're gonna go to that camera, say where it's happening, when it's happening. You guys have all that figured out yet? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You do that, and then once that's all done, right? We'll wrap up the, I think, the chat. The only thing about, right. the, the only thing about, the, about these episodes, um, uh, when I'm live, 
going to be about an hour, but I think that's actually an hour. I was going to say an hour is perfect. Yeah, like Nobody wants interest. more than that. Yeah. yeah. I actually. I People would say do. This. Oh God, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 I, okay, so. Maybe I, was, I don't want more than that. I'm like, no, an hour, I'm out. No, 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 it's, it's fair, but, and, 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 so for my show, yeah. I asked for an hour. Nice. But if it yeah. really clicks. I mean, that's fair, yeah. I've had, okay, I did a conversation on, what, three hours? My longest conversation was with a uh, audiobook guy that once upon a time was a stripper for like 20 years. Amazing. Oh, I mean, that's well, a long conversation. That's four hours, four hours yes. chat. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I didn't put the whole chat in, in the final product. Fair, it was yeah. like, that was a lot easier for me. Because at the end of that fourth hour, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, you know? no, that's no, right. Yeah. yeah. But, no, no, it, what I find is that the content's interesting, is that, but here, there's a match of limitation because the camera only has so much oh, power. Right, so you have to end And it's it. already been going for an hour three. Yeah. All right. Oh. I know, isn't that cool? <laughs> I love it. This yeah, is so, great. Yeah. So did you guys have fun? Yes. Yeah. 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 Wait, 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 Days were always a pleasure. Right? I, I'm glad I got a chance to see you. Yeah. I don't know if we get another chance to see you before I go, but if I if I do, great. If I don't, good luck. Thank you. Congratulations thank you. on everything. Oh, thank you. You too. Okay? Yeah. And you too. You, yeah. Right? Oh my goodness. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah. It's crazy how much can change in. A pandemic. And and <laughs> pandemic. Well, like said, An indeterminate amount of pandemic time. <laughs> like I said, it was my second apocalypse. I was, I was more annoyed than actually frightened by it. Fair. Yeah. Sorry, you were prepared yeah. for this one. Yeah, yeah like, I was. I've already done this once. Yeah, but yeah, so you've already done this once, personally. So, where can people find you guys? Alright, yes. so if you want to come see Riverona, it's going to be at the Pump House Theatres as a part of Common Ground Festival. This June, June 24th and 28th are our performance days. Mm -hmm. So look up Common Ground YYC on Facebook to get more information. And if you want to listen to us talk every second week about movies and more cackling, yes. go check out uh, Audience vs. Academy starring Dan Gibbons and us. And us. And every now and then a fun guest star. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, and I'm also on Mr. Outsiders and Abs, so if you want to hear me scream about Riverdale, and hear my brother scream less. You Scrub can do it. that. Yes, yes. I imagine his screams are a little bit despairing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is furious, as he should be. I mean, it's not yeah. a good show. No, and it it took a sharp turn. Yeah, took a there's magic powers. Very sharp turn. And now it's the 1950s. So he hit all. <laughs> yep, it took a sharp, sharp turn. I. I don't try, don't try and logic it. it there's oh, no, no, there's no, 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 I'm not, no, 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 I'm not even trying. <laughs> see, I, no, 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 see, see, I, I, I learned, I learned to see it. Yep. Okay, last thing we'll say, and then I'll wrap this up. <laughs> I have learned this. If a show becomes a hit, eventually this is the studio goes, we need you to continue this. Yes. And, 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 sometimes, and sometimes what happens is, it's like, but we've already said everything. Yes. But the money's too good to walk yes. away. Yes. And, and, yeah. and, and, and so what happens is you think of something like that. And yes. you go... And you go magical powers and nobody says no. So you just so do you it. So you just do it. Yeah, because it's like, well, we want to give you money. And we're like, we want to take it. 
I mean, Healing Hands airs every Monday on channel Healing Hands YYC, hosted by Chanel Bostic. Healing Hands is a massage therapy education show in which Chanel shows you exactly some massage techniques, how to heal, and the basics of getting started. Check it out every Monday at Healing Hands YYC. Click on the link below to subscribe. Josh. Josh.